From the front lines. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fans. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Steve. Here we are, the Forum for the Fans, the Bleed Blue Show, the Rink Podcast with Ranger Proud. We got a live looking episode, man. Blue shirts are in Minneapolis. Well, actually, St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, up there in the middle, uh, the upper middle of the part of the country. Uh, down 2 nothing as the uh, start of the second period has just began about a minute ago. Uh, nice win over the weekend. A couple of nice wins over the weekend versus the Devils, so over the Winnipeg Jets. On Sunday, but find themselves in the two nothing hole right now. Got to kind of rebound and uh, behind uh, Alexander Gurkiev, who's in net tonight. So it'd be down two nothing, no real surprise. Uh, you kind of have to space out these goalies because to space out the goalies, knowing that you're going to try to have to get something out of uh, uh, got to get something out of Shosturkin. You can't play him every game, and that's an ongoing theme all season long, man. Live-looking episode, Ranger Proud and Glenn's with us. Uh, uh, Ring Podcast with RP, Ranger Proud, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, uh, uh, Empire Sports Media and Forever Blue Shirts. RP, we got Glenn with us. Uh, we're going to be on here for 30 minutes, only we got a game to watch. We're down to nothing, man. What you, what, what you seeing in this live-looking? I like the live-looking. Um. I thought the first goal Gorgiev definitely should have had. The second goal was a deflection. Um, the Rangers are skating good, but they're just not getting shots. Seem to, once in a while, they fall into that that rut of just not getting shots on goal. So, um, you know, they didn't look like they were playing bad. It's just what they got two two plays where the Wild took advantage of mistakes and both pokes went up in the net. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, and we'll, we'll talk about this game uh, as it's happened. There's better energy uh, for the Wild home uh, home uh, home base versus the Jets. The Jets were taken totally out of the game. They're, that crowd is usually loud, and the Rangers did a good job on Sunday, quiet, quieted them on Sunday night. Uh, Glenn, what's up, man? And uh, what, what's your thoughts on what you saw through uh, period number one as the blue shirts are down uh, 2 nothing. Well, um, I agree with RP. I thought the first goal uh, Georgiev should have had. The second one was a, a deflection. You can't do much about that. Um, you know, but here we go again. Another Georgiev start, another 2 nothing deficit after the first period. Um, I thought the uh, I thought the, the play was a little frenetic, a lot of turnovers, a lot of back and forth, not a lot of structure, a lot of sc- scrambling around uh, on both sides. Uh, didn't think the Rangers played badly. Uh, just, uh, you know, the the one bad goal and then the other one, they're not getting enough shots, like RP said. Uh, they're, you know, ho- hopefully they can get a, a power play to uh, kind of spark them a little bit. But, um, you know, we're early on, and this team is very resilient, and uh, we've got a long way to go. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, you're right, guys. Uh, the energy's a little uh, off this evening as far as the blue shirts. Uh, the turnovers are a little sloppy of the puck. I know they've been trying to correct that a little bit. Little, I think they did a, a fairly decent job in the last two games prior versus the Devils and the Jets. Uh, yeah, it really they got it. Now they just got to put it together. Uh, we've seen a lot of evidence this season, RP, that as the game goes 
more, you know, deeper into the game. The blue shirts do play better. But we have Gorkiev in the net, so I'm not – I'm going to take that with a grain of salt. Um, but I guess they had to kind of do it because you want to have him available in the next two row games as far as Shesterkin. Uh But as far as tonight, um, you know, they had a very solid win. I'm hoping that was not a letdown coming into uh, St. Paul versus the Wild where A lot of guys are returning home. A lot of guys uh, – a lot of Rangers, you know, from the state of Minnesota – uh, you know, especially uh, playing their uh, either high school or collegiately. What is your thoughts, RP, as far as uh, what which lines are you looking at now with Gucci and, Gu- and Gaudreau? Uh, which ones are you paying attention in particular in the second period? I mean, I, I, of course, all of them, but which ones you want to see kind of step it up? Well, this is a game where you need credit as a manager out in Lafreniere to absolutely step it up. I'd like to see Penn Aaron getting some more offensive production. He seems to be in a – even though he's having a good season, he seems to be a, a little bit off his game. And I just see him, you know, obviously find his game back and start getting those assists and making those great passes and, and, and goals. Strom's been really quiet. I don't know if that's a a hidden result of bad contract negotiations, trade rumors, or he's just in a slump. So it's kind of hard to tell with that. Um, obviously, the third line you're always watching because they just – the third line seems to be the Rangers' weak link this season. Um, I don't know. The, the players are playing hard. It just doesn't seem to be happening. He just can't find a consistent offensive role in his game. Gutierrez being in and out of the lineup. And it's just things that, you know, are showing. Uh, Goudreau's a, a solid, hardworking player all the time. He's playing his game, but sometimes it just seems like he's – alone there. So I, I just think as a unit, as a whole four-line unit, they just have to take it a shift at a time. I mean, the Rangers get the next goal here, and it's a different hockey game, and they have the scoring power to do it. And, you know, this thing with, with Gorgiev, he has to play, guys. You just can't play Shesterkin the entire way. Right, no matter right. who you're playing, you, you try to put him in into games where you think he succeeds and, and can do well. Tonight was sort of a trap game for that, because Minnesota is two and eight in their last ten. They they do to have a, a a good hockey game, a solid hockey game. They're playing at home, so I don't think it was much as a uh, an easy game for Gorgiev. I don't think there are many easy games in the NHL, but but he's got to play and and he's got to be productive. So there's a goal for the Rangers right now. Beautiful play by right. Strom. Down one. Beautiful Strom over to uh, who is that to uh, to Hunt. So there, there's yep. a goal back five five minutes into the period, six minutes into the period. So that that changes the whole game around, gives those guys a bunch of confidence. A beautiful pass by Strom on a two-on-one there. But it's <laughs> yep. what they need to do. They just, you know, they can just they just have to keep playing their game. They're, they're a good hockey team. They really are. And I don't think they ever get down. I don't think they ever feel like they're out of a hockey game. And I, you know, at this point, it can't matter who's in goal behind you. You guys have to play your your style of game and. and take advantage, and, and that's what they did right there. Let's get a parade for the 5-on-5. Five five. Go, let's go to Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're right. i tell you something. They're, they're, a, they're a really good 5-on-5 five five team. You've seen that the last three games now. Um, Galan's been hopping on that. You know, Don't take the stupid penalty. They, they took too many penalties in Winnipeg, way too many penalties in Winnipeg. That was the, you know, the, 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 the critique to a win. I think they took six or seven penalties, which you, you just normally you don't get away with, as good as that penalty killing is. 
And I think here they have to keep driving hard into the corners, keep moving their feet, because Minnesota is a horrible penalty-killing team, and the Rangers really need to get that power play opportunity to get the team jump-started. So, you know, it's a typical hockey game. You're in the middle, you're in the last 26 games of the season. They were in a great spot playoff-wise, but there's still a lot of things they got to keep working on to keep getting better. And the irony, what you said before we go to Glenn, the irony we were just saying as far as where Strom and Panarin's got to play player, well, they were all affected in that play to get that goal back to cut it to one. Oh, correct. Uh, nice pass by Panarin to Strom on the hunt. So, yeah, I guess they heard you loud and clear quickly, too, RP. Uh, Glenn, yeah. <laughs> yep. Another two-on-one two with Panarin and Strom, they couldn't get the shot. But, but it, you know, well, it's, it's, it's this is the kind of team, team guys that they have the lines that can generate the offense. And sometimes they just got to put their heads down and, and do their job. Literally, it's that simple. You know, the scoring part, you have to come out there and just and play your hockey game and not get sloppy on the blue line, and, and good things happen. And they, they have a, a pretty good jump to start of the spirit. Right on. Glenn, what's your thoughts? Yeah, well, as you said, it's obvious that they are listening to this podcast on the bench <laughs> during the game. Um, on their tablet. <laughs> you know, I, I, wish it, I wish it was that easy, right? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, as Archie say was saying, you're the you're got to play. Glenn, say something else uh-huh. to speak it to his sister. No, to go get ahead, go no, I was just saying, um, say something else, get another goal and speak it to his sister. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard multitasking here. I'm trying to keep my ears on you guys and my eyes on the game, and I'm, I'm probably not going to do a good job at either, but I'm, I'm going to do my best. Um, anyway, uh, you got to play Georgiev. And actually, I read something uh, that kind of surprised me. Uh, Shesterkin had played 36 out of 56 games. So that means Georgiev has already played 20 games, and I don't know why it seemed like Shesterkin has played more games. But Blit is about what you would expect it to be. And, you know, I, I also read today that uh, 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 Gallant has said, you know, we're monitoring the minutes and we got everything under control. And, you know, so they know what they've got to do. I, I think tonight was the game to uh, have Georgiev start. You could have started him in, in uh, Winnipeg, but then you'd have, you know, Shesterkin playing the next three. So I think this was the game for him to start. I was kind of happy to, to see that he was in goal. Um and, and they're going to have to do that down the stretch because, uh, you know, I also read that Shesterkin has now played the most games he's ever played in a regular season. And we've still got a way to go and hopefully a lot of games to go in the playoffs. So now we're we're going to start getting into uncharted territory with Shesterkin. And, uh, uh, I mean, I think he'll be fine. You know, he had a couple of stretches where he got some rest uh, when uh, he was injured. And, uh, you know, they had the, the – the two-week layoff in February. So I don't think he's, uh, you know, really overtired or overworked as much as you might be at this point in the season. So I think we'll be okay with that. But, uh, you know, that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, As far as the team, I'm happy to see. uh, Last week I had mentioned that when they went down 2-0 against Vancouver, I kind of felt them sag a little bit, which – we hadn't seen that happen much this year, and then two nothing became four nothing, and and the game got out of hand. And uh, tonight, down two nothing again after the first period, but they're showing that resilience that we're uh, that we're more used to seeing with them. Um, and uh, you know, I want to mention one thing about the St. Louis game. Uh, you know, those three quick goals at the end of the second period—they go down three uh, two. 
I think Shesterkin was more stunned by that than than Ranger fans were even. He kind of stayed in the crease for uh, a minute after the period ended. Um, But that didn't, again, that didn't get them down. They came out flying in the third period, got the three goals, and and beat, you know, a good team who had a rough trip to New York, but they they beat a good team. So uh, I'm happy again tonight to see they go down 2-0. They don't let it get to them, uh, you know, and they're very much in this game. Hopefully, like we said, they get a couple of power plays. Minnesota's penalty kill has not been very good. Uh, the team has not been going very good. You kind of, you know, if they can tie it up or uh, get a 3-2 lead, you know, you get them Minnesota uh, kind of uh, questioning themselves again, and, uh, you know, they could be on their way. So uh, I'm happy to see the way they've come out uh, in the second period here, and it's, uh, you know, what we've been used to this year. Yeah, I'm glad you, you answered that question for yourself, Glenn, about Shesterkin. Uh, I was going to ask you about that. Um, yeah. You kind of, you know, you you you, you kind of answered that as far as, you know, your concerns of him playing a full season. So you think he's going to be fine, I mean, I guess the remaining 20-plus games, right? Yeah, I mean, what do we got? It's uh, played 56, so we got uh, 26 games left. I mean, he'll probably get. You know, if uh, if they keep going along the way that they've been going, 18 to 19 starts, um, and that's over, you know, another uh, six-week period, I don't think that's too much. And uh, uh, I think that, you know, like I said, uh, it was fortunate that they had that two-week break. Uh, he was out a couple of times, so he hasn't really, you know, been overworked. Oh, uh, short had the goal, I, I, what a beauty. Sorry, mm. didn't mean to cut you off. That was a great play. Yep, nice. that's it. No, that's all right. Actually, you're a little ahead of me because I got directed <laughs> in, so. Oh, I apologize. No, that's fine. No, <laughs> no, that's fine. No, 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 I didn't, no, I didn't, fine. I didn't I, realize I was, that. No, I was able to yeah, stop uh, listening to you guys and watch the game for a minute <laughs> to see the goal. That was fine. <laughs> if, if, you watch, if you watch the replay, there were two penalties the Rangers took they got away with. A cross check, a yep. cross check in our end on a rebound, and then Devonajad. Uh, he didn't really hook Zuccarello as much as they're saying. He went inside and lifted his stick up. That wasn't no. a hook. That definitely no, wasn't a Zuccarello blew a tire, man. Um, that's yeah. What he blew a yeah, tire. No, and, and, but you want to yeah. know something? I kind of understand where the coach is tipped off because I've seen other games when they've touched the glove of the player with the tip of their stick and they've called it hooking. So yeah. on that one, you, you could see why – their coach was a little irate and also because they're one for 20 in the last seven games and on the power play and just gave up a shorthanded goal. So, yeah, but there you go, guys. We were talking about lines. And <laughs> so, you know, it, it's just a matter he's, of, of he's, he's speaking the, into his the Rangers. Says, say something about the Stanley Cup. It, yeah, it, really? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's crazy. Steve, I mean, it's, yeah. Again, it's obvious to listen to the podcast on the bench. Forget the half hour. We've got to be on until the end of the game. Man, we yeah, might it, be on you know, the rest it of the just shows you, It just shows you, though, you know, what I like about this team, which we haven't seen in a couple of years, is that resiliency. Like, they never feel that they're out of the game. They know they have the scorers on the team, yeah. which we haven't had in so many years, if you really think yeah. about it. But there's a goal right back. So, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. That, 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 that was them running around getting coffee. That was just because they couldn't kill the puck. Yeah, nothing you could do about it there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, Gorgia had no, no Gorgia had absolutely no play on that at all. Yeah. Yeah. But again, you need to tighten up on defense if you're so concerned about the goalie's confidence. 
Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. These guys have goal scorers on that team too. It's not nothing is uh, a, a crummy. There aren't many crummy teams. And here, look, everybody's on one side of the ice. All four Rangers are low to the right of Gorgiev. You know, Miller's yeah, you got know. a nose behind him. Trouba's there. Everyone's all over the place. You can't. He's got Brandinsky killing, which I'm 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 happy to see. But right after you tie it up, I don't think I'd have Brandinsky killing penalties there when you have Kreider. Yeah, that was. Strong. You have other guys that could be out there. You, yeah, you know, that, that, wanna, that's the that's the balance beam between learning experience and giving up a goal right when you came back from two nothing down. Yep. So yep. That, yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that was the issue on that. Play. That was the issue on that. Yeah. Cake, you nailed it with Brzezinski. He 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 didn't clear the puck and that's he kept it alive. He, he didn't clear the puck and, and why are all four guys on the right side of goal game? That you know you gotta. Yep. I know Miller wants to go after him because the rebounds there, but Troop is right there too. You, you got to know they have a man advantage. Someone's going to be open, and a puck goes right to him. So you yeah, can't yeah, there's no blame. That's just a bad. That's just a breakdown on the blue line. When they look at the video, you, it's, it's an easy one. Now they yeah, just got to come was... back again. They just got to keep playing their game. Yeah, I'm confident. Uh, Glenn, anything yeah. else you'd like to say? Go ahead. No, you know it's funny. We talk about how they play in front of Georgiev and how they play in front of Shosturkin. They play, you know, uh, feel like we played differently. And it's kind of funny. I remember going back, you know, when Henrik was, was in goal. And, you know, we had obviously Cam Talbot and Auntie Ranta. And it, it almost seemed like they played a, a more defensive, tighter game when the backup was in than, uh, than they did when Henrik was in because it was kind of like in the back of their head. They kind of, ah, oh, Henrik's back there. If we make a mistake, you know, he'll cover for us. And, mm-hmm. and I think they feel the same way about Shesterkin, but it seems like they played better. Uh, when Shosturkin is in net, then Georgiev is. So it's almost like the opposite of how it used to be, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I just keep going back and forth with Georgiev. I, you know, I, I feel bad for him. That Vancouver game, I, you know, I said, well, you know, a guy hasn't played in a month, uh, you know, so, but I just keep going back and forth that it, it just seems like we he, he never – makes the big save when when we need it. I don't know if that's my imagination or what, but you know, I'm not doing a terrible that. goalie, but it seems like he always gives up a one bad goal game and he never Broke makes goal. the big save like uh Shesterkin does. I, I mean I'll go back to that St. Louis game. You know, Shesterkin gave up those three goals quick in like three or four minutes at the end of the period. They're down three two and uh he's a brick wall after that. You know, you could tell that he was like, they're not getting another one. And he allowed you know, the, the team to get back in the game. The, the other ahead, way to look at that, though, is sometimes I think the Rangers play the same way in front of Gorgiev as they do in front of Shesterkin, but Shesterkin uh, bails them out when they make those mistakes. It could be right. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Oh, big that. Time. Absolutely. Know, you think, if, if you think, like, if you read the comments after the Ranger game is right, you know, Steve Alicat and the beat right is, and it's always not always the thing. So a lot of times, well, Chesterkin stood on his head today, like we used to say all the time with Lundqvist. Yeah. And I think the difference is when the Rangers make a mistake, great job. Chesterkin makes that big save or makes yeah. that unbelievable save to keep the game close when Gorgiev yeah. just hasn't. Sometimes when you really break it down, the Rangers make a lot of fundamental mistakes at the worst possible times. Yeah, like they like to they do this running gun, like they're doing now in Minnesota. But sometimes with the running gun, the, the defensemen kind of run a little bit wild. Tandra Miller will be taking more chances. And oh, before you know it, it's a 2-1 or a bad rebound in front of the net because the center has to come back to help with the defense. 
and so Sturkin makes that save, and you're like, oh, what a great save. That, that was incredible. You're like, did he really need to make that save if they're playing fundamental hockey? And I think yeah. that's where they need to really start to clean their game up heading in the direction of the playoffs. Because other teams yeah, because are them apart. They keep making these mistakes. You, you can't expect Chesterkin to win four out of seven every round covering up for all these errors. And you see that tonight. Uh, two of the three goals were, were just total defensive breakdowns. You, you can't do that. Not, at this part of the season, I don't expect to see that. You can play running on hockey, but you have to still play your position. You have to still play the system, even though it's not a main system with Gallant. But you still have to play that defensive game to keep the puck out of the net. And I think a lot of times, Chesterkin covers up the mistakes. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where you get in trouble in the playoffs, too. When every game is 2-1, mm-hmm. 3-2, uh, you know, right. one bad play costs you a game. And you can't afford to Absolutely. do that. And, and, and they do do that a lot. But, uh, you know, because of Chesterkin and because, you know, of uh, – uh, you know, the scoring that they do have on the power play, they get away with it. But, um, you know, you're not going to get away with it in the playoffs against uh, good teams, uh, experienced teams, and every game is 2-1, 3-2, uh, one play, and uh, you lose the game. So I, I have confidence, though, that Gallant will tighten them up. Uh, you know, I think he's a good enough coach that he knows what the playoffs are going to be like and uh, hopefully he'll be able to execute uh, you know, what he asked them to do. So I'm looking for that uh, to kind of get better as, as uh, you know, we come down the stretch here. Yeah, and, and more of the case of what I've been saying, um, or I think, RP, you, you agree, uh, as far as the veteran defenseman in, at the trade deadline in a couple of weeks. So if you get that guy and put him on that third pairing, I, I, I would be more, I'd probably be more confident in anything with the combination of defense we have and also mm-hmm. the uh, forwards that play defense and down on top of that, the goalie. I am, I, mm-hmm. I've seen enough one goal, game, one goal games in this year that um, I'm not necessarily worried, honestly. I would like to take our chances, just add a piece here or there at the trade deadline, especially when it comes to a veteran defenseman, because obviously you can see, even in the PK situation, a bad breakdowns because of, of just this play misplayed by a younger defenseman. I just would put it like this um, when it comes to Sturkin. I, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but I, I, it doesn't happen every game. But it seems like, he, I don't know, for whatever reason, he's always getting hit. And, and it's not mm. intentional, but it, that kind of worries me. And that's kind of how he's gotten onto the injured list. It seems like mm. it happens once every two weeks-ish. And that's a lot for me. I mean, goalies... Um, you know, you, you you know, you play the puck. He's he's always out there uh, outside of the circle. But even sometimes in the circle, it just finds like he's in the. Wrong, I would say he's in the wrong place or at the wrong time. He just seems like he's always colliding, or somebody's always colliding with him. And, and, and it's happening more often than not. I, I would be worried about that as well, because um, I think that happens a little bit too much, even for for him. Yeah. Um, and, and that's kind of how we he was on the injury list earlier in the year. I don't know if you guys had a thoughts about that when you're watching these games when Shosturkin is in that. Um, but, yeah, well, I, if you're – Shosturkin would have stopped this one. Jesus. Yep. Now, that's, now, two as far now. As the, that's two now. I, I, yeah. I that's, would that's say – two big goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, hey, it is what Either poke check or, do, or step to the left. He just doesn't make that big save, you know? No. Yeah, I mean – I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you, you, yeah. you got to throw somebody. You got to throw them in there somewhere, you know? 
No, no, you, you, listen, you, you have to play him 100%. You have to play him. But I tell you what, the trade deadline is a week from tonight, and the Rangers are going to have to make a decision if this is going to be the guy to back up Shostarkin or not. Because yep. the, the, problem with, the problem with that is if he's not, you've got to make a trade for another goalie. Mm-hmm. You can't bring a guy up from the minors now and say, okay, play 10 games in the next 20 and play, you know, uh, seven in the next 13. It, it's just it's not right to that. To, to your minor league goalie either. You expect too much. The, the Rangers yes. are sort of putting themselves in a bad spot by waiting and trying to figure out what they want to do with Gorgiev because this just is a uh, – he just doesn't make that big save like you were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. When they, that, that's the save you really – in a 3-2 game, they have some momentum going. And, you know, another thing, guys, that I've noticed, their PK is not as strong as it was. They've dropped down to seventh, and they gave up one mm-hmm. side already. You know, they were fourth for the longest time, and, and that's sliding down. And I don't know if that's the team being more aggressive on the penalty kill, looking for shorthanded goals or what. But it's it, like you keep saying, a lot of things have got to start really starting to fine-tune a little bit and, and figure out yep. the kinks now because yep. it's showing. But between now and next Tuesday, the Rangers got to decide what they're doing with Gorgiev. Are they starting Strom? Are they going to get that big, you know, what's more important? the fifth pair defenseman or uh, a, mm-hmm. a top six forward because something's up with Kako. Not that he was scoring a lot, but when he played with Panarin and Strom, they were just playing better as, as a unit on the second line. And I don't know if he's got a dislocated so- shoulder or a problem, but this little injury, I think we're in our fifth week now, you're going to mm-hmm. have to give him a couple of games to get back in the game shape as it is. Right. So there's a lot of, there's just a lot of uncertainty yep. going on right now. There's just a lot of uncertainty for a team that's playing so well and it's sitting in third place and is sixth or seventh in the NHL. He, uh, this team has a lot of question marks, which is it's kind yeah. of unusual to say they're playing so well, but they could be playing so much better if they just get a little <clears throat> fine-tuning. You know, you keep hearing a lot, you know, maybe Mark Giordano comes over from Seattle. He's a USA, but where do you put him? How do you put Giordano on, on the, the fifth, sixth defensive pair? It's almost like a waste to trade from. He's not yeah. going to get any ice time. Not, not, not what you expect out of a Mark Giordano coming over. You're not going to move Keandre Miller down to the fifth line. So sometimes I'm thinking getting that big defenseman today, right now, there is no fit. Because any good defenseman that you're really looking for to make the team better isn't going to get the ice time to make the team better. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to play well, with Schneider. Or, or, you know, it's that's why I think the leaning on hopefully Nemeth comes around. He's been really struggling since he had the COVID, and they said that's a big reason to why his game's off. He's never a top, top D-man. He's, he's always been a fifth, you know, kind of defenseman. Mm-hmm. So I just don't know where, where that direction comes from. But something's got to be addressed. And, and what's weird about it is the longer it goes, I think the harder it gets for a team like the Rangers. Everyone knows the potential that they have. Who wants to make yeah. them better? Yeah. So we put them in a spot, you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll talk about the trade uh, picture a lot uh, next uh, next week because uh, the deadline right. will be coming up. Um, you know, I looked around the league. There there are a bunch of teams where Georgiev would be an upgrade uh, if they traded for him. So there are places to move him to, uh, probably about seven or eight. That I that I noticed. Mm-hmm. So if they decide they want to do that, you know, uh, maybe they get 
you know, a, a solid type defenseman that you're not going to play top minutes like a Giordano. Uh, right. I mean, you know, I mean, they, they could they could use a Nemeth type of guy if Nemeth was, you know, uh, in better shape maybe, you know, after the COVID and everything. So, I mean, he could be adequate enough. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, somebody like him who, who, you know, you can pair with Schneider, who's going to be a solid veteran defenseman. Um, and there are places they can go. Uh, I mean, I, Montreal might be one place because I don't know what's going to happen with uh, Terry Price with his knee and everything. But I, I saw some rumors around about Ben Chirot, uh, you know, maybe coming to the Rangers. And, again, we'll talk about all of this next week. But there are places to move Georgiev to at the deadline where he'd be an upgrade from what the teams have. And maybe they could pluck a defenseman, uh, you know, from one of those teams. And, you know, the one thing I was going to mention, I, I want to mention one thing that Archie RP said, so I, I didn't mention it before. I was going to say, Kako being out. Well. Yeah, I, yeah, this would be fine. I think Kako being out hurt has has affected both Strom and Panarin. Um, you know, I mean, Dryden Hunt's a nice player, but he's not a top six, and uh, you no. know that might have just thrown the chemistry off a little bit too. Not that Kako was producing a lot, but um, you know that line seemed to be kind of settled, and it seems like uh, since he's been out. Uh, you know, a lot of Panarin's precision passes are getting blocked. Uh, Strom's been a little off his game. Uh, so, you know, I, I wonder when he comes back if that might pick up. The one thing I worry about is, you know, wrist wrist injuries can be a, a little funny. So, uh, you know, even if he does come back and he's in game shape, um, you know, we'll have to see what he can do uh, with that wrist when he comes back. But uh, anyway, Looking forward to talking next week about the trade deadline. We'll see if hap- something happens before that, but that one should be a lot of fun. That should be. Shout out to Glenn and RP. Uh, uh, second period with you guys, or final thoughts, or anything coming down the pipe, um, and then we'll wrap up. All right, tell you, coming down the pipe, just waiting for this trade deadline or a, a strong extension or maybe even a strong trade. I, I really don't see the Rangers letting Strom walk away. Mm. I, I don't think that benefits anybody. So if they don't think they can get him signed in the next week, you, you might see Strom get traded, which would totally screw up the chemistry. But from a business standpoint, you, you can't do what, what Columbus Blue Jackets did that year, you know, when Bobrovsky walked away and, and Panarin. You, you, you can't do that. You can't go with the hope that you're going to win the Stanley Cup and then you don't mind losing the play. You have to get draft picks or players to come in. I, I, don't, see, I, I don't see how that benefits anyone. So – you know, at this point, the Rangers make a couple of trades, and you kind of know what's going on with Strom one way or another. But it's going to be an interesting seven days in the NHL as a whole, not just with the Rangers. But some moves are going to be made to, to get this team in position to make a, a deep run into the playoffs. Not just this year, next year. You know, after shots to Ranger Proud, and of course, Glenn and myself. Uh, the live looking episode versus the wild. Listen, I'm actually looking forward to another big game with the Blues. That you know, basically two in like eight eight days, and you know we're going to see how we stack up again on the road versus a team that's been playing very well. And we responded very well last Wednesday versus them. Um, it's been pretty much good hockey. I know we're nitpicking and we can always get better. And I totally understand that, uh-huh. but um, you know, you know we. The, the light of, uh, you know, our speed is on display tonight. 
some of the hockey uh, trying to recover from the early goals with the deflection and, and, the, and the cheaper. It happens with your backup goalie or this particular backup goalie, but I'm not necessarily worried. But, yeah, we are anxious to see what they're going to do at the, the trade deadline. Uh, so, um, RP, Glenn, will be back next Tuesday. Uh, this game is probably going to get out of hand by <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. This is, this is hey, you know, if, <laughs> if he wants to play, if he wants to play, he's got to play better. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's got to you know? play. That's just another. That's just another bad goal. I know. Look at that angle. I mean, he, what is he doing going down? I he mean, can only he puts the puck one place on his backhand. Is upstairs. But, the middle's all clogged up, and he goes down. He goes low. And yeah, he puts a lot over. Uh, yeah. That's what I love about this platform because not only do we talk in between games or immediately after the games. I mean, we're in the midst, right dead middle of the game, and the yep. highs and a lot of the lows we can react to in real time with, with our eyes as the notes. Uh, we don't have to wait to the post game. We don't have to wait to the next episode. It's right in our faces if we can honestly react to what we're seeing. And damn, man, I mean, this is a bad ending to the second period. On the live look at this is wild. Steve, you know. if they come back and win this game, are we back on at ten thirty? Do we regroup and okay. come back and uh... <laughs> I don't see that happening, but, but if they do Yeah, no, I don't I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. Oh, post game to the live looking. I know, right? Yeah. All right, shout out to RP, Glenn, Morrell, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Hopefully uh, you guys have a good third period. Uh uh, try to make up the deficit in St. Paul, Minnesota. Bleed blue. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Bleed blue, 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 bleed blue. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.